Praise God. What a beautiful, beautiful time to be alive. Like I said last Sunday, if you are spiritually alive and sensitive to the times, you will know that the times have changed. God, again, sometimes we are not where we should be spiritually. So what God says is he jumpstarts us so that we can be awake to the times and the seasons. I've got some things to say to you today and I do not claim to be a prophet as much as I do not claim to be spiritually dead because I'm not. And so either a prophet or not, you've just, just got to be sensitive to what God is saying per time. This is what God says. Look at this scripture and I want you to think about every prophecy, so to speak, that you've ever heard. And just know that this scripture is for now. Everything that he has said, and I understand how our hearts sometimes, and I use the word Howard, that means me inclusive probably. How our hearts sometimes can grow weary of word because we hear so much of it. So we can come to a place where the visitation time of God just passes over our head. And so God says this morning to remind you because God always has a remnant. So this morning, can I invite to the table of the word the ecclesia, the called at once. So let me make it simpler. The diver divergence. I speak this morning to the divergent. And in your own family setting, maybe you have five kids or six or seven or two. I speak to the divergent this morning. God is going to, God is about to do a thing on earth that will tingle in the ears of those who hear it. Coronavirus, COVID-19 will begin to go away because the agreement has already been done. The world has surrendered to the vaccine, so there's no more point. So everybody has surrendered. I give you a scripture, therefore, because I hear what God is doing in the heavens. Tell my children, Luke chapter 10, verse 19, you don't need to read it. You will drink poisonous things and it shall not hurt you. I want you to live in the reality of this scripture because the powers in court that be on earth as agreed with hell and all these hula bula will start to wipe away. I'm not saying that it's not going to still kill people. It will kill people that are already dead anyways. They will die. But the truth of the matter is the agreement is done. The world has surrendered. The world has cried for their Messiah as usual. They cry for Messiah and they ignore the Messiah. They cry for every passing Messiah. They've cried for the Messiah. And then they've offered blood to the Messiah. They've offered sacrifice. People have died. So that concludes the matter because the Messiah says, I do not come without bloodshed. So either you want to believe in conspiracy theory or not, I submit scriptures to you that the Bible says, why do the earth range? And the rulers of the earth conspire. So before we look at conspiracy and laugh at them, there are ridiculous, stupid ones, I know. However, I want you to know that it is in the nature of the earth to conspire is what they do. The Bible then shows us who they conspire against. The Bible says, I believe it's Psalm 2. Maybe we should read that. The Bible says they 
they bound themselves together to conspire against the son it's a matter of the son but God wants me to tell you that he said even you will drink poisonous things and it shall by no means the Bible says you will trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemies. He said when you drink poisonous things, when you're on your way to the mission, when you are sent out, when you are fulfilling what you sent you for, he said you will drink poisonous things. So God says the balance between heaven and earth is yes, they will serve their versin. Yes, they will do those things and then they will make it almost compulsory for most of you, he said, but the effect it will have on the world, it will not have on you. It will neither protect you from death nor lead you to death. It won't do anything. It will have no effect. The power of God in your bloodstream neutralizes whatever it is. So, um, I hope you understand that before. Look at this scripture. Why do the nations rage uh-huh. and the people plot a vain thing? Can you please read from NK, I mean from KJV? Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Uh The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together. Against who? Against the Lord. So you you understand the word conspiracy. It is taking counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. There is no conspiracy against people. That's where conspiracy theories get it wrong. It's not people. Those ones are already in Satan's cage. It's against the Lord. That is Jesus. Not even God. Because everybody says they worship God. Against Jesus and against his anointed. Same word. Let us break their bands asunder. Let us break their bands. Their bands is family. Their bands for this curse. I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. From whom the whole family, the band. Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Uh-huh. He that sitteth in the heavens. This is heaven's reaction. He that sits in the heavens shall love. The Lord shall have them in derision. He will confuse them. The Lord will confuse them. Their counsel will not stand. Their thoughts will not hold. Because he that sits in the heavens shall love. It loves at the matters of the earth today because they are bound. Their counsel is to kill and destroy the anointed until the churches become COVID centers. Places where they teach them about hygiene. <laughs> the preacher cannot preach. He cannot speak the word and he believes that he's being posh or he wants to be accepted by the world. He wants the world to embrace him. He wants to speak like them. I've seen preachers come out and give apology speech about a prophecy that they gave and it didn't come right. So they come out to say, I just want to apologize for that prophecy. He wants to be accepted. He's lost the plot. And the world claps for him. They say, wow, you guys are beginning to know it's a lie from the devil because how exactly do you measure a prophecy that didn't happen? What does that really mean? But it wants to be seen. He's lost the plot. He's lost his mind. His mind is taken away by the spirit of demons and seducing spirit of the deceitfulness of riches. He forgets that the man of God, huh? the man sent from God, the man made by God, is not a man of man. He is not judged by men. He's a spiritual man. So let God be the one to say if it came true or not. 
if it came to pass or not, it's like looking at Ezekiel prophesying that a virgin will give birth until his death. No virgin gave birth. And you say, I just want to apologize for what didn't happen. No, for Ezekiel, you couldn't see. For we know in part, we prophesy in part. But when that which is complete comes, you know who is complete? Christ, the one that makes all prophecies make sense. The conclusion of the whole matter. Are you listening to me tonight? Do not be like them. Do not try to be accepted by the world. Do not try to be accepted by musicians or superstars or footballers. No, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. You give them life and it's not the other way around. But this is not where I'm going. So I needed to drop that. And in case you don't think I believe COVID is real, I believe it's real more than anything else. I believe it has to be real. Everyone's allowed it to be. I took a COVID test. Just so you know now. So I believe it is real. But I don't believe in his power to kill you. Now, every other person watching that wants to make a point out of this, you can believe it's real. Worry about it. Get it. And believe it will kill you. That's your choice. You, every man has a chance and a choice to decide to live or to die. But don't tell me to die. Tell that to you. But I believe in the power of Jesus. I believe that, and hey, I'm, I was negative to it. I'm negative to it. If by any means you're positive, don't hide it in your body. Because if the spirit of he that raised Jesus from the dead abides in your mortal body, he that raised Jesus from the dead will quicken your mortal body. Sometimes the mortal body dies so that it can be quickened. So don't go and say, well, you, you know, if PT couldn't get it, um, I must also show as if I can't. It's not true. Don't do those things. If by stripes we are healed, that means there was a provision for in case you get sickness, there's a provision for the healing. I didn't take it out of fear or worry or um, I've got to do, I've got to, no, I didn't. What heals us is the power of God. So in case you're in church and you have the carnalist people there, carnal, carnal, you know, most carnal person. Let me tell you, you'll fade away with the world. They will see more diseases. It's going to come by whatever they are injecting in their body. Conspiracy and people will conspire are not tomorrow people. They are not like, let something happen next week. Uh-uh. They deposit, they understand seed. The world understands seed more than us. They understand, put something there and leave it. You see the Messiah the world cried for? So if you can just put this in our body, we'll be fine. The price they are going to pay, they are going to cry till there's no more tears in their eyes. Listen to me. They will sorrow. They will a time is going to come by the judgment of God over the earth. People, the, 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 the scripture says and prophecy says now it is. They will ask the mountain to fall on them to kill them but they will not die. Until every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Now look at what God says so that you know what I'm saying is not in the most further future. Look at God now. Then said the Lord unto me, thus 
has well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. Where are you reading from? Jeremiah 1, verse 12. Yeah, they left that here, but they, they've given me a little. Then the Lord said to me, read it again. Thou has well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform God it. is going to hasten all this word. It will fast it forward. It will perform all this word. The earth will ask for the mountains to kill them. They will ask for the ground to swallow them. But it will not do it. Because the agony will be much. Now that's for the world. But what does he say for us? A new season. A season of blessing has come. It would also hasten this. To perform these things. Like the things like I started with. That the things that you've once upon a time dreamt about. The things that you know by yourself you cannot do. But you know their vision. They are your faith line work. God says I will hasten this world, world to perform it. As he judges the earth, he's going to lift the church. Judgment must first start from the house of God. Why? So that the people can see God's standard in his house. So that you also can understand how God moves among you. Are you listening to me this afternoon? That's what the word says. It's that judgment from his house. I've seen what has happened in the nation family over time. I, I know it. Remember, I've been pastoring you for a while. I know people have changed. I know there's been growth. I know that those who cannot grow, they faded off. I know that season. I see it. Now, the closest people to you are the only people that remember your yesterday. The new crop of people don't know it. And they don't care either. Because before anyone moves near you now, they want something. You are now an advert of productivity. And someone said, why did you have so many pastors ordained? For me, let me tell you, you pastors, most of you, you were ordained as pastors, then you grew into it. I'm hearing people now understanding the word more, right? I'm hearing them understanding leadership more, isn't it? That's the old Jesus. That was what God was doing. That's what I was doing. I understand that God's time is about to be hastened. I need many. All the ones that faded away, I already marked them. I already needed them too. They were supposed to shield you for growth. Because there's a difference between a in court, church member fading away and a co-pastor fading away. Co-pastor tests you as a pastor. Church member is just church member. So the gist was make them all pastors. So that you see who is pastor and who is not. And probably there are still some in the house, you know, who still feel, yeah, they made me pastor, but I don't get what it is. If by now you don't. Of the 20 days word. Thank you for being here till now. But the real sons. So for me, mission accomplished, assignment fulfilled. The moment I could sit down and look for 100 pastors. Compare, don't, don't, don't. You can't compare this to any other work. That doesn't mean it's better. There is no work ever in this city or anywhere in the world where young people, mostly under the age of 30, are raised 100 pastors in a house. Simple, mission accomplished. Those 100 will set the whole nation on fire. So yesterday I was wondering, do we have 100 pastors? We got 160. 
people who have grown through a season, refined through fire, grew in the same, like Pastor Abba was saying, um, being persecuted because of what they belong to. Everybody can claim they belong to Christ. I know those who do. Say, I belong to Christ ultimately. Yeah, right. But you just lifted your bag and traveled. You just went to sit in another nation. The whole year is over. And you, do, you haven't won one soul. One. So, and then you say, well, I just want you to know it's not about my child. I belong to Christ. Really? If Christ is building that kind of soldier, his business empire is done. Because there will be no souls. There will be no continuity. There will be no seed. There will be nothing. Nothing is going on. What confronts the devil, as you know, is the fact that there are seeds that have things you've done that even people who persecute you for it would have a rethink soon. Say, how can she be that, that passionate for a cause? There's no nation that is built without people that are passionate for something. They, they did their whole. Why should a person lift up a gun, heal a cubed, and go to another nation to fight? They believe in the cause of a nation. And they've come to a place where even if they die. For a nation. Nigeria has soldiers. Nigeria. Then you think, what will make anybody be a Nigerian soldier? A place where they can buy you gun that is inferior. Inferior gun to go and face enemy. Because someone has decided to, to steal the money that is meant for. Why? They are passionate about something. Any nation or Christ work that doesn't have that is dead on arrival. Because there's no continuity. But those are just, I just thought to welcome you with that today. I want to speak to you. Again, I speak to the divergence today. In case you don't know what divergence means, go watch the film. Or you have the definition. No, you check it. I'm, I'm sure you guys can Google things. You can be seated if you want. God will hasten his word to come to pass. These things will happen. In London City, guys, my mission is accomplished. We raised 100 pastors. And there are many ministers and evangelists. 100 strong, unrelenting, suicidal kind of pastors. Mission done. You can set the whole city on fire. You can do the impossible. You are servants of God. The day you were ordained, that's what I was trying to tell you. That you may not understand the Bible now. You may even at the time seem to be living in sin or whatever the case may be. And others wanted you to belittle that, that stuff. They said, oh, even you, you're a pastor, Abby. Oh, wow. Mm. But what they don't know is that should you be called by someone as a medical doctor because you went to school, you will be a medical doctor. Now, God's call is an ordination. He's just told you that's where you are. Now, walk in that light. Take the city. Take the nation. Paul was writing to Timothy and he said to him, do not let anyone despise your youth. Don't let adults say, oh, you know, they just ordain young people rubbish. What is young? Define young. 
So if I don't have arthritis yet, if I'm not able to move yet, then I shouldn't be able to move yet. Because pastoring is is sending you. Your age already delegitimizes the enemy. Do you understand that? I told you last week that complacency legitimizes the opponent. Your age, what you wear, how you look, makes Satan look illegitimate. It feels illegitimate. Should you be in the shows from the Bonner Boys to the blah, 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 should you be there? That legitimizes him because he says at that age, that's what they do. You are divergent because of that age, you came out. That is the ecclesia. You came out from among them and you decided, said, therefore, come out from among them and I will be your God and you will be my people. In other words, every day you wake up. Satan looks at you and says, these are the people discrediting what I stand for. So it will attack you. It will arrest you. It will question you. Imagine a police asking, what is Spark Nation? In this day and age where there's technology, bro, do you not have internet? Have you heard of something called www.udomas? Have you heard of anything called internet? Can you Google it? Does your police commission give you internet? Have you got Wi-Fi in this station? Can you go on YouTube? Where's Pastor Toby? I, you, you, you must be crazily awesome to not know who Toby is in this London at this time. How do you not know him? Did you not see MTV speak about him? Did you not see the newspaper write about him? And I'm not saying anything they wrote is not wrong. Everything is acceptable. But don't ask who he is because it's already there. Even your own people bear witness. Ask him in 2021. Who is Pastor Toby? How do you not know? Go on Google. I don't know what you're going to see on YouTube. Everything you see is seen. Seen is believing. See. He's still asking me. It's 2021, bro. He's still asking what is Toby. It's a definition. So it doesn't even need to be Pastor Toby. Toby itself is a title now. Jesus, let me tell you. So, someone can say he's a froster. Someone will say he's a pastor. Someone will say, Jesus actually turned to his disciples and said, who do these people say that I am? Meaning there is no greatness until there is many definitions to you. Most pastors you know, once they say, you say, oh, he's a pastor. I don't even know the name of the church, but he's a pastor. Never, I'd rather die. You understand that? So, when we occupy a territory, Everybody must become confused. The lawyers actually told me their problem. A lawyer, unbelieving, say, it's like you're just an enigma, right? And they need to interpret it. Exactly what I've been trying to say. That he, he said, to, he said we, it does not appear what we are, what we will be like. He said, but when he shows up, we will be like him. So in him, they say, who is this guy? Every other person will know. People, do you know people's... For people to deal with you, they have to zero you down to a title. Because no matter what title you carry, people have dealt with such people before. So if we know he's a doctor, we want to bring him down as a doctor. We have dealt with doctors before and we've brought doctors down. So there is a way to bring doctors down. But when they look at Christ, they are thinking, he is Christ. What is this? 
is he Rabboni? So they realize they can't catch him on the Rabboni side because he turned five loaves to, to feed 5,000. So is he an economist? We don't know. Then they say, well, maybe he's a prophet. He prophesied. But before they could hold him to that, he's beginning to heal the blind. They say, is he Elijah then? The one who comes before he comes. Um, but they've realized that he's saying about things to come, but he's the one to come. Are you, re- are you getting what I'm saying tonight? I want to quickly show leading women, they're now women something. I want to show you three layers of what a woman really is. Are you ready for the world this afternoon? So I'm telling you not to fear any nation or opposition or persecution because you're supposed to be there. So some people come and they want to define the nation family and they take the economic side. They said, you do businesses for people. But really in your heart, you know, you don't care if you start business for people or not. I'm saying, okay, you take knife off the street. But really, you know, we we just worship and praise then knives come off the streets. We just give. Then some people start businesses. So you have no definition. Your real definition is how can we not be known? That's a problem. So you can gather 5,000 young people into a place. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, as long as it does not delegitimize the enemy, the enemy don't care if it is 5,000 or 10,000 because it doesn't make him look bad. It doesn't. In fact, on most occasions, you will be able to tell the reason why those 5,000 young people should be there. Look at the music. It's nice. Look at the lights. No, the lighting. Oh, look at the place. No, no. In this case, whereas we've done the music, we've done the lights, we've done all of that, why are you here? There's no light now. There's no music. And then you saw like you saw. You win souls like you win souls. You pray like you pray. You make the devil look bad. He hates you. I need to tell you that. He hates you a lot. And honestly, I hate him. I hate him. I hate his works. I hate everything. That's why I hate sin. Because that's Satan's stuff there. And I'm looking at the person. I'm saying, I love this verse of sinning. But you know what you're doing, you know? I hate it because I hate the master behind it. So it's not you. It's the guy. So we have problem with each other in the hands. Like he will say, so what do you guys say? We're beefing, right? <laughs> Let me show you something. I have a special duty today. And that is to do what is most important to God, which is family. Divergence. I've told you that God did not call you to ignore your biological families. It calls you to separate in order to bring them in. Told you I was teaching one of your sisters the other day that maybe your mom or dad, whoever, I forgot the branch now. You've got to sit with them and say, look, listen. I do hope you know that what you want is what I want. The upgrade of what you want. I want success too. I want to do well. I want to be rich, whatever, you know, because they need, some of them need that compensation. I want it. So, what we both want is not different. We are not a loggerhead with what we want. The only problem is the route. The route. That's the issue. 
So, don't think I'm going to end up in life coming to you and say, I'm not a nun, I'm just in a corner. And nuns are not evil, the evil people, right? But what you want is what I want. The same success. But look at the route you know. He didn't get us there. So we must be willing to at least sacrifice one person to go find a way. Let me be the one person. But remember that the end result is exactly what you want. So I'm not going to come tomorrow and say, I don't want to succeed in life. I just want to be here. No, don't worry. But don't foster this route on me. <laughs> because, mom or dad, at best, this route is just a guesswork of yours too. Would you actually be happy that I become hold when you're hold and we find out that this route you're saying didn't work? If you will be happy, it just makes you very African. All we do is control. Control is powerful for an African period. It's, it's hard. You're like, we, we are in charge, especially of what we do not know. But what a godly parent. They hear God. They understand the hand of God over this person's life. And they back out when they see that this person has seen a light. He's seen a light. Of course, that light cannot be, I don't want to see homosexuality. Because I don't want gays coming for me. The light can't be, well, I want to bump somewhere up for the name of Mr. the other guy. <laughs> the, the second in command to the Christian ones, like they are president and vice president, they are on the same company. Women, let's talk now. Judges chapter 4. And I'll stop in a minute. Is this actually on? Mr. Stop if he's on now. Again, the Israelites. Thank you. Talk to me. Did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Uh -huh. Now that Ehud was dead. So the Lord sold them into the hands of Jabin, king of Canaan. Let's conclude on this. Anything that is bad or evil, God permitted it. He didn't do it because no evil comes from him. But he allowed it. I'm coming somewhere now. If Africa is so terrible, if the ends are so bad, God allowed it so that you can bring his name to glory. So the Lord sold them. I love the word sold because it's not without an exchange. The Bible in this scripture did not say the Lord gave them. That's given. Sold is, what have you got? Uh-huh, thank you. There is an exchange. The Lord sold them into the urns of Jabin, the king of Canaan. Why were they sold? They did evil. They did not follow the concept of God. And they were sold. God took something from Canaan, the king, I mean from Jabin, the king of Canaan, and gave Israel to them. God's real trade is in people. Evans does not spend money. He spends people. For God so loved the world that he gave one, not money, not angels, 
not diamond, that he gave his only begotten son. So when God wants a community, he gives a people or a person. He sows that person there, lost as if he's part of them, in order for God to get the people he wants back. So I had this dream, and in this dream, I was outside in a restaurant I go to, we used to go to when COVID wasn't here, or when it was here, we didn't know. <laughs> we used to sit down there, and I was sitting just doing my normal thing, and I saw many people from the ends walking past, of course, dressed like, you know, the guys dressed, and they all kept saying, you're a father, you're a father. Some of them were not happy with me some of them were but they all just kept moving from that day i learned not to abuse the hands anymore um, because that would be abusing myself the lord sold them got the king of jabin he the king of jabin began to work for god he got jabin and gave jabin i'm not sure you're gonna you're gonna get this he got jabin and gave israel to jabin in other words jabin would think he's powerful now Jabin is working for God. So the power Jabin has now is from God because he's done an exchange. But the problem is how the power manifests because it is oppression over his people. The, the, the Pentecostal world did evil in the eyes of God and God gave them over to the king called HSBC. So now they think they are wise, they are smart. They can get you mortgages. They, all our children are lost in the professional world. They used to sing in the choir. They used, they used to worship God. But all of a sudden, Jabin is their king now, the king of Canaan. But they think they are smart. They think, okay, Facebook, do you see what these guys turn to now? Facebook and the other guy can actually mute a person. They can say, you know, this law. But of course, the Mr. Facebook took had to do it because there was a time he had to sit in front of U.S. Senate and I feel that was the day they sealed up Donald Trump's stuff. Kill him and we give you back. We'll let you walk. You've committed a crime and all of a sudden that crime is not crime anymore. You actually sold out people's data. And all of a sudden, it is no longer a crime. But, but then it's a nice to a charade in front and ask you, but you see this guy, this God's servant there, we need to mute him. When the time comes, let's mute this guy. And of course, he also walks into their end because of unreasonable stubbornness and the lack of the wisdom of God. Sometimes. So, gradually... We enter back because it depends on who is deciding dictatorship. We enter back into dictatorship because if I don't agree with this guy's point, I just need to look for certain words, put it there and say, that's why we're muting him. Cancel him. Take this guy off Instagram. Take this one out. Now, what president became tech guys? Who are you to disagree with what someone else is saying? Isn't that what you guys called democracy before? But their own machine will turn against them. You can put a Biden there and put someone that looks black there. But you know it's not black. But anyways, what I'm saying with all this, because the kings of the earth do do demonic deals. And if you're still novice on that, if, you're, if you don't know that, then it means 
according to what our parents thought, life just runs. Like you just wake up, you get nursing, you get doctoring, you just move. How? You know, we get people in this world. But anyways, so the Lord sold them into the hands of Jabin, king of Canaan. So what I'm saying in other words is that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and those who dwell in it, he owns them. But people, dark people can do deals. So it got the children of Israel, remember, that those who jabbing God were covenant people. And without God selling them into his hand, he will never have them. So there was an exchange who reigned in Hazar, Sisera. The commander of his army. The chief of army staff is called Sisera. I want you to please follow my story this afternoon. Don't just see it as Bible story because I've shown you two men here. Jabin was the king of Canaan. And then the chief of army staff, Sisera, the commander of his army, was based in? Harosheth Hagoyim. Thank you. Because he had 900 chariots fitted with iron and had cruelly oppressed the Israelites for 20 years. They cried to the Lord for help. He had oppressed them 20 years. Why? This guy, look, I, I need you, please, I beg you, follow me for 10 minutes, yeah, Joe? Uh -huh. He's got, the Bible needed to show us his armory. 900 chariots was like saying you have 900 warheads. Uh-huh. You've got that. That's crazy. Nobody will dare challenge the, this guy. But listen, why does he have 900 warheads? Because there was a deal. God sold it to him. I'm, oh my God, I wish you the way I'm going with this. This is the most interesting thing. God sold it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have it. But God is going to do something to this chariot soon. They cried to the Lord for help. Uh -huh, verse 4. Now, Deborah, a prophet. Wait. This is where I'm going to. It is now because now woman is the faith woman. So it declares the 20 years oppression. In order to tell us that it is timeless. It's been on for time. Like you've just even lost count of how long they've been oppressed for. How long these things have been happening? How long they've been down? How long the Bible says equally oppressed them? How long and then the instrument that is God? When you look at big industries today and, and divergence, am I still talking to divergence this morning? And your mom or dad or people that know you and know your past look at you and say, You little you out. Do you see 900 warheads? Do you see the building of HSBC in Canary Wharf? Do you see how many experts they just employed? Do you see this big blockchain company? Now, the Bible says that's 20 years oppression. That's a deal that happened before you even came. God sold something because don't forget that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I need you all to know God in this capacity. This is why I'm sure. I'm sure of the things that I teach and speak to you. I'm sure because I've seen the light, I know it. I swear to you, whatever in whatever name, Africa is going to change. But you see all the things that they talk about restructuring, da, 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 it will never work. Never in a million years. There is no economics that can change Nigeria. It will never happen. Ever, never, ever. But I want to show you how it will happen. 
the Bible says, now Deborah. They've spoken about the years of oppression. But if faith is a thing of now, faith is the evidence. So Deborah is not Deborah, she is faith. Now Deborah, she's a made person. They will talk about her husband later, but there are two layers before they talk about her husband. Listen to this. Now, talk to me. Now, Deborah, a uh, prophet. The Bible did not say a prophetess. That's English. Wants to tell you he's a woman. Now, first definition of this world changer. She is Deborah. In fact, let me give her another name because Deborah means bee. The sweet one. The ones that bring sweetness. The only maker. Have you seen the word Beatrice? Bee, now bee, Deborah. Uh, how do I say this now? Do you remember the story of Samson and the honey place? Uh, we won't get there today, right? Now Deborah, a prophet. So I don't know why, you know, the other day I think it's the Anglican establishment or Catholic, they spent years debating if a woman should lead. Then I ask, do we still use the same Bible? Or because now you are Anglican and you are property everywhere, you are right. Because the Bible calls her a prophet. In the same Bible. I don't get it. Why are you debating what is written? Why are you asking questions about what is written? He said, because um, Paul said, suffer not a woman to speak in church. Okay, we are not in church, we are in Nigeria. Is Nigeria a church? We are not in church, we are in London City. So it says, let the men be local prophet and let the women be national prophet. Forget the word prophetess. Now Deborah, now she's a now woman. She's made before Lapidoth. Exactly. It was the last thing. Not the definition. They say, as you're married now, I want you to know your life just started. Most of them that I know, their life ended. She, they mention her name first. Then they mention her assignment. Before they mention, let me, let me reread this scripture for you. Now the sweet one, the bee, a servant of God, the wife of an enlightened man. The word lapidoth means enlightenment. Kabayata. Not the man that is waiting. Oh, she has not cooked today. Enlightenment. She's not going to cook for me. I need that every time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're, you're tapped in 2020. Imagine I'm sitting down. Pastor Lucy comes with food. Saying, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm thinking... What the hell? What happened to her? The religion has grown her crazy. But according to our tradition. Now, it's either your Deborah or your tradition. If you are tradition, you don't lead the nation. <laughs> now Deborah, this is, imagine, this is almost all I want to tell you. That there is a now Deborah. A prophet. The word Lapidoth also touch light. In fact, history tells us that when Lapidoth 
married Deborah, Deborah taught her the business, taught him the business to involve him. Deborah taught him to supply oil for Shiloh. It said, now Deborah. So he, she actually introduced him into a business world and he didn't mind because he's an enlightened man. So his, his name means enlightened. Enlightenment. The one who sees the touch light. Read the scripture again now. Does verse 4, chapter 4, verse 4 make sense to you? Because it has to be 4, 4. Because it's new beginning. So the Bible there says, now Deborah, meaning a new beginning leadership for Israel rose up from nowhere. Don't forget what has been happening. 20 years plus of oppression. God actually, and when God is the one, when Satan is tormenting someone, it's no big deal. At the name of Jesus, but when God is the one who sold them, that's a tight deal. That's mad. Nobody is releasing them from that bondage apart from a prophet because you see a prophet does not speak for themselves they speak for God so it has to be God who does this redemption work otherwise they're not going to be free listen our nation was sold by God that's why imagine Nigeria is now going to sell their properties to fund budget nothing bad with that because you have to leverage but next year I don't know what you will sell because <coughs> <laughs> how does that work like you're gonna sell this and we're like okay that's interesting then next year what are you gonna sell it is God that has sold it it will take profits to release it it will take now Deborah are you listening to me it will be women that were not pressured to marry they would have to marry Lapidoth in that country now they're still pressuring themselves oh you're about to be 30 and I don't understand what age has to do with that. Oh, you're about to be so so born. These are women that don't know who they are. They are neither Deborahs nor prophets. They don't know who they are, so their definition is in the marriage they're about to get to. So they're going to sacrifice the rest of their life, their profession, everything they've ever stood for to just be with a man who doesn't even know who he is. He's not Lapidoth. Anyways, now Deborah, a prophet, the wife of Lapidoth, was doing what? Was leading Israel at that time. Oh my God. There's a difference. The Bible had to say that it was, she was leading Israel at that time. I love the word time there because now you'll be confused. Is she Deborah before the oppression? Uh -uh. She's the pastor before she walked into pastoring. Many of you are growing into pastoring now. You are understanding what senior pastoring means. Are you listening to me now? So, the day she realizes her power was the day she became Deborah, even though she's always been Deborah, even though she's always been the prophet, but all of a sudden she realizes, I'm telling you ladies today that there's no bigger word that I can tell you, that the day you realize who you are is your freedom day, and perhaps today it's that day. But I know many of you, as much as you're growing, you still have all this fear because of many words that you hear. But God says a day comes in a person's life that you realize what you are. That you realize that you're a prophet. Pastor Abba just didn't get to have dream. I need you to repeat it many times because platforms are different. Now, Deborah, a prophet. So, I, I was talking to one of your sisters the other day who has asked me the question. And, and pardon me to say this. She's asked me the question, 
You see my marriage, right? How were you sure that's the man for me? And my answer was, I didn't care. I said, what? I said, I didn't care. If it was the, I didn't think about it. You know why? I know you. I care about the situation rather than the person. The situation is, you've reached a landmark. You've crossed the path. That marriage cannot affect you. I do pray and I said, I hope and I pray that it lives up to what I expect of it. However, if it doesn't, you will not be broken. Because God allowed you, age-wise and everything-wise, to cross a threshold. Of this is not what makes me. Even though I want to make this work, but this is not making me. So it is now left for the man to be lapid of. An enlightened man, if it's not, you will still be Deborah, a prophet. And you will still lead Israel. Are you listening to me tonight? I'm not saying this faith is for all women, but I'm talking to the divergence. Those who are not divergent are looking at time. They regulate their time by the time of the moon and the stars. And they say, by now I should have been this. But I wanted to remember that everything that God has not joined together will eventually go asunder. Because tradition has power to join people and it also breaks people. So I said, it's not the man that I care about actually. I care about the man as a person. As like, talk to me. Forget her. Because that's already Deborah, a prophet. The wife of Lapidus was leading Israel at that time. A season of oppression is when you see now women. Now women don't show up until the season of oppression. Read on, sister, please. She held court under the palm of Deborah. I wish I had time. She had courts. Now you'll see the work of people like Pastor Lucy is to hold courts. She had court under the palm of Deborah. The palm was called Deborah. This woman had no office. It was not a tie to be stored because of her husband. She had court under meaning it's a tent. And the Bible was careful. When we start World Conference this month, we're going to the between Ramah and Bethel. Those locations are so important. In the ill country uh -huh, of Ephraim and the Israelites went up to her to have their disputes decided. They went up to her to have their dispute when they have problems with each other. They have their dispute. There's got to be a decision made. But read on. Let me not get into this now, please. Seven. She sent for Barak, son of Abinoam, from Kadesh in Naphtali. And said to him, The Lord, the God of Israel, commands, commands you, you. Commands you. Go. Take with you 10,000 men of Naphtali and Zebulun and lead them up to the Mount Tabor. Uh -huh. I will lead Sisera, the, command uh -huh. the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his troops to the Kishon River and give him into your hand. Do you see a woman scheming? This other one is scheming to get a Gucci shoe. This other one is coming to get a boyfriend. But this other one, the now woman, the prophet is coming to get a whole nation into the hand to deliver a whole nation, the king of nations. There's nothing in this world that can convince me that women are not just sent for kings and major decision makers because that's all the kind of women that I read in the scriptures. So these other ones, I don't know where they came from. 
these other marriage ones, I don't know where they came from. These other cooking rice and, and stew at home ones, I don't know where they came from. These other ones kneeling down, crawling on the floor, according to our tradition one, walking like worms around the floor because their mother-in-law is coming. I don't know where they came from. These other ones of just dress up and make up, I don't know where they came from. But I see the ones that came from scriptures like Rahab took a whole nation. I see the ones that came from scriptures like the now woman called Deborah took a whole nation scheming about how to get this earth. Did you read about Jabin? These guys have done deals with God and they are so powerful. This other one is scheming to have a baby with the guy because he thinks the guy is not nice. He's scheming. I will lead Cicero. Oh my God. Pastors, imagine you have 100 women like this. This was just one woman. She didn't even have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was on her, not in her. What about women that have soaked in the Spirit? Filled with the Holy Ghost. What about the New Testament women? Are you listening to me tonight? She was filled. This is top woman. So our, our leading was not just in church. So again, if they say they shouldn't talk in church, I don't mind. She led nation. Are you listening to me? So maybe what the nation is waiting for is top women. Are you listening to me tonight? They are not suppressed women and they are not proud women. They are just women of the spirit who understand nation. I will lead Cicero, the commander-in-chief. 900 warhead these guys got. He said, I will lead Cicero. But major deals are about to happen now. Look at this. The commander of Jabin's army and his chariot and his troop to Kishon River and give him into your hands. Uh -huh. Barak said to her, if you go with me, I will go. People suggest that Barak, no, of course not Obama, he doesn't lead anything. Of course, to kill black people, yes. Barak now. People actually believe that, that Barak is still Lapidoth because the interpretation of the name is the same, which is the touch, the light. I believe this is another name for Lapidoth, but maybe, maybe not. Barak said, so if you will go with me, I will go. And if you don't go with me, I won't go. That's a man speaking. Huh? That's a man speaking. That's an enlightened man. That's an enlightened marriage or, or partnership. That's enlightened. So those of you who are married would like to argue about clothes. The curtain of the house. She didn't greet me in the morning. You've got issues. Break it. Shut up like break. Uh, coming all the time. Ah, just counseling. No, no. No counseling. Go and break it. Why? We're tired. We're tired. Go to your house. Oh, yeah. Everybody go to your own house. End of story. It's no need. Yeah, go to your house. Go to your house. You have mother's house. Go there. You, your father's house. Go there. Finish. Finish. Go to your house. These guys were scheming on nation taking. They were scheming. <laughs> Of nation building. They were thinking, you see this oppression of many years ends now. And what are we going to do together to end this oppression? This is the real power couple. Before Satan patterns a Beyonce and the other guy. No, these are the power couple. They are nation thinkers. They can take nations. So either Barack is your husband or is the fellowship leader or is the next lieutenant. It's just a combination of both. Working together can take a nation. If you guys will not stop or sit together to scheme on how you take a nation because God has sent you to that nation. Are you listening to me tonight? 
You'll go with me, I'll go. Verse 9. Certainly I will go with you, said Deborah. But because of the course you are taking, the honor will not be yours. I love this woman. What can you say? Look at what she says. For the Lord will deliver Sisera into the hands of a woman. Talk now. So Deborah went with Barak to Kadesh. There, she actually told them, I'll come with you, but the victory is not going to be a man's victory. You're not going to be able to say it's a man. This woman by propensity was just preparing a sermon for me today. Was preparing a sermon so that we don't mix this thing up. We don't, we don't mistake this thing. It's, it, she actually, this shows me another kind of nature that Deborah had. She was a deal maker. She knew in the first place that Barak is going to ask. I, I don't like using Barak because it will begin to look like this other guy, man. I don't want to. This guy's led no bow to nothing. So I don't want this victory to be his. But okay, maybe God is wise. He knows why. He said, so that we're not recording it today as a man's victory. We need to show women that we're coming time to come that this is possible. The Bible says anything that is written before time is written for our sake. So I don't know if there are still divergents that are still tuning in. And it doesn't matter what oppression you've gone through over time. Talk about women advocacy. Talk about rising women. This is the real example. It is not just let them be weak and let them have a shoulder to cry on. We're talking about real deal makers. We're talking about people who just want to document things in the archives of history. I'm wondering if there are about 100 of you tonight who are saying that I'm not just doing this because I want to give. I'm not just doing this because I want to be a good woman. I'm doing it because I want it to be on record so that the world to come may understand that there are women who stood at the treasure of destiny and they fought for what they believe in. They were defiant and they were divergent. Are you listening to me? And they went through abnegation. They went through abnegation. Abnegation, abnegation became their strength. Abnegation became their, okay, abnegation, self-denial. Um, uh, yeah, self-denial because of self-denial abnegation, they went through abnegation and because of abnegation they have amity with nations they have, uh, amity means uh, they were in sync, they had deals there was amity of nations because they had abnegation so, oh God should I, I didn't want to speak too fast so abnegation became their strength abnegation is the fact that a culture is popularly known for something but abnegation means that they self-denied for what they believed in they self-denied for what they see in front of them nobody needed to mobilize them uh, nobody needed to tell them they knew that how to break let me use the word men's it's a men's word thing was abnegation Look at verse 9. Certainly I will go with you. The honor will not be yours. It's not going to be a man's honor. So Deborah went with Barak in Kadesh. He already knew that Barak will ask him to come. Ask her to come. He already knew. He just set him up. So that they can be clear. That this victory is women's victory. Verse 10. There Barak summoned Zebulun and Naphtali. And 10,000 men went up under his command. Deborah also went with him, verse 11. Now, I want to close. Now Heber the Kenite had left the other Kenites. 
the descendants of Hobab, Moses. Verse 12. When they told Sisera that Barak, son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor, uh -huh. Sisera summoned from Harasheth Hagoyim to the Kishon River all his men. This guy is a, he's a tyrant. He's a tyrant. Little Israel has come up against you, but he also has put all his, all his chariots, all his word, he's put them out to crush a woman-led insurgent. He's a tyrant. He's crazy. He's tapped. He fits this war heads with iron. And at the sight of his army, because he didn't come out to fight. It's an easy battle for him. It is to threaten. Like, do you understand what you're going to do? Look at verse 14. Then Deborah said to Barak, Go, this is the day the Lord has... Imagine the woman stands and sees all the warhead. And he says, Guess what? He says, What? Barak says, Mad. He says, Guess what? He says, What? He says, This is today. We won. How? Barak is looking at them, saying, Can you not see? 900 warhead. Deborah is saying, Now go. Now. Imagine warheads pointed at you, guns pointed. Failure pointed, defeat pointed, all kind of allegation and rumors pointed. And Deborah, because she's a now woman, guess why I needed to repeat and emphasize the chariot. Those chariots were things of past. They came. The Bible tells us what they are before she it now declares now Deborah. I don't think they got my gist. I said it talked about the oppression. It talked about all their hammering. In other words, to tell you, those are things of they exist before Deborah. When Deborah showed up on the screen, showed up on the stage, those things were not now things. But you see the word, right? All they have are past things. I'm not sure you're hearing me, are you? I said all they have is past things. When they bring out their past police presence, da, 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 the queen, the crown, it looks scary. But it's because it's not met a now Deborah. A prophet that can speak about the future. A prophet sees more than what is seen in the physical now. Are you listening to me? So it's either you're a past person. So when I began to tell you things like only those who are close to you know your past. They are the ones that want to repeat it. They are the ones that say, oh, Obi, uh, in 2000 they wrote da, 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 da. No, there's a now season. There's a now people rising up. Are there divergents? Are there deviants watching me this afternoon? Are there divergents right now? Talk to me. Why do you not have a microphone? Wait, guys, please. Can you make your microphone work? Praise God. I've decided not to be getting angry. So praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus loves me. I walk in love. I walk in love, but God, please take away those who make me not want to walk in love before I cause them. I want to. I'm just doing it. Listen, it's late. You miss a moment, you miss a moment. 
all the divergence, the poor, when past meets the new, there is something superior to the new. It is the now. Because you might have even made a mistake this year. And it's a new year. But I don't care. Because there's now. Superior to new. It is a now movement. So don't tell me about the past of Africa. Because when now men step there. So you see the solution we're trying to provide. They mentioned it in 1960. I don't care what I will mentioned in 1960. Because it's obviously not working. There are now men. In this city there are now men. Nation family. You are now people. You are now people. And, and when they bring out their own armory. And ammunition. I want you to know it's the past. They didn't just buy it now. They envisaged something. They bought it. They stole it. It's late. It is not in the will of God. It is late. God says the money you paid has expired. I gave you 900 chariot. God is about to do something in a moment. Look at this. So Barak went down the Mount Tabar. No, we've passed this now. At Barak's advance, the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and army by the sword. Wait, let me tell you what happened in this story, which I don't have time to do now. When Sisera first came out, it was gaining upper hand. It was an easy battle for him. It was gaining upper hand. So when at Barak's advance, the Lord, he couldn't advance until Deborah came. So within that gap of the Bible saying that he came out with his 900, he wasn't just displaying it. He showed fear. They retreated. And that's why he, need, he needed Deborah then in the first place. Deborah comes to the forefront, comes to the front formation and says, move. What are you doing here? What is this? Move. Why is he getting up? And at that moment, guess what happened? Go and read it when you get home. At Barak's advancement, the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariot and the army by the sword. And Sisera got down from his chariot and fled. What happened was, the earth became muddy. God sent rain. When you get back home, I know you're home. But when you, after this, go and read it. The Lord sent rain. The land which they were standing on became muddy. It became difficult for chariots. To maneuver. Because there was, <laughs> there was water. There was water on dust. So when the water came on dust without the breath of life, it became mud. Remember when God created the earth, he called Adam out of the ground and it was a dry ground and God added water to it, it became mud. So when I say scriptures like the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the water and those who dwell in it, remember God has sold Israel to them, he redeems it through the man. Ay, 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 ay. He redeems it through the man that, is, that has no breath in him. What is going to happen in the latter day revival? Among them, there will be confusion. In a day or two, HSBC system and all these guys will knock out. Because of men without breath in them, they will make mistakes. 
because of moths without breath in them they were formed yes they are professionals they are consultants has God not made the wisdom of this world it is their wisdom that we give them over to the church it is their advanced men the man with mud the mud man the dust man they were on dust it was dust so their chariot was moving as if they can get anything done as long as there's no water because another another description for water is people when people meet people stop advocating that black people need to get into stuff they will get in and they will cause confusion if you're not good you're not good you will get in you will cause confusion the earth the mud yeah that is not red dried will meet with the man of color because the man of color gets there because he fought in the community he said give me that position that's the man of color that's how he behaves that is his own trajectory to greatness he gets there he meets the man that is supposed to look white he meets the dust they mix up but they have no life in them then they create mud and the chariot of Sisera could not maneuver anymore the Bible teaches us that there was great confusion these are the things God will hasten to fulfill there will be great confusion in the horizons of the world they will be confused they can't fight anymore but remember remember that we have to leave the defensive to the offensive remember that a Deborah have to say rise up and advance do something that you've never done before don't worry don't think how will I surmount how will I overcome this big Bitcoin industry or this big chain and uh, blockchain world or this big medical care world or this big legal world how am I going to overcome God says advance oh sorry Deborah says advance so what should our top women be saying move move our Deborah our B those who bring sweetness they are just supposed to be saying move advance advance top women move command speak speak the word say the word so we need women that speaks have you seen till now have you seen one sword with Deborah wait You've not heard of one sword, not one bullet, <laughs> uh -huh. not one chariot, not one machete. Words. Women that speaks. They already judge in Israel, so they are not the judge, they are the one who judges. This one that you are still begging are not to be not to be angry. The boar has moved past her. Wait. And Cicero got down from his chariot and fled on foot. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are industries that we think are big today that will flee on, flee on foot before us. They will flee on foot. I know there are also people watching in disbelief. Uh, look at Is that ever possible? I don't know. Unbelievers are also kept in the house for a reason. Some of them so that they will believe later. Anyways, and the Lord routed and fled on foot. They will flee on foot. 
what brought them to war front is not what will take them back because we're going to take all the chariots from them we're going to take all the expertise we're going to take everything all the system so it's still going to be their system you know but we're going to take it because god is going to cause a confusion look if someone is fleeing on foot with people that cannot they are no more than you so you could have left the system come on foot and fight but because that system is all they trusted in you didn't hear me there are things you know you know how to look rich without having money you understand the power of seed so as a family you look blessed so they don't know if you were individual so they only rely on system so you see the sense in some trusting chariot some in horses but we will trust in the name of the Lord. So it is only that system they know. So once the system looks broken, they started running. They didn't know they've lost their mind. You, can, you could have still fought. But all their life have been system. So, so you see why God trains you out of the system. You see why they just marched there. When the Boras started speaking, they had no sword. They started to make sword by themselves they started to build you know what it means to make sword they were just trying to defend themselves with the little they have but you see soldiers here yeah? look i came to this land without any money no nothing i took what the devil had by shouting at him then the guy thought i, I had something i shouted at him with my hand and my back the guy didn't know he threw it down, started running, picked it, and smashed him with it. So this girl is still sitting down, saying, I don't have anything. I need people to come and beg me. I need people to come and say, you have a shoulder to lean on. I need people to come and tell me, don't worry. No, God says, do you know who you are? Deborah, do you know who you are? Top woman, do you know who you are? You've got a sword. It may not be in your hand, but it's in your mouth. The word is near thee. Even in your mouth, the word of faith, which we speak. That's are you listening to me tonight? He said, top women are speakers. Top women are the, they are, that's why, that's hey, hey, wait now. That's why he said, and Deborah, a prophet. What do prophets do? They speak. He said, Deborah is a prophet. That's why we hear things like women are usually shy and da, da, da. And then the one that's not shy is a talkative. From one end to the other. But says, I don't need any of the ends. Are you a prophet? The Lord routed, verse 16. Barat, One second, wait. Barat pursued the chariots. And army as far as Harasheth had And Syria's troop. Fell by the sword. They were falling by their own sword. These guys are only running because a system crashed one day. You will see what would happen in this nation. Mark my words. You can be, your building of system and registering company and moving it's advancing, it's fine. But the blessing, like Pastor said today, is going to be sudden. And it's not going to come from the source you think, but it's going to come from the source you think. And all Caesarea's troops fell by the sword, not a man was left. Talk to me. Caesarea, meanwhile, fled on foot to the tent of Jael. Jael. Uh, we're, we're getting into another woman now. Magado Sobriakata. Why, why did he flee to the tent of Jehiel? Why? Because 
Deborah had said, without knowing, Deborah had said, Caesarea, the chief of army staff, will fall by the hand of a woman. You see, this story is a setup for all of you today. She fled to the tent of Jehahel. They didn't also start this with her husband. That's about they mention it because the husband is important. Please show me any other place where they mention the husband again. They're just telling a story. Not to say husbands are not important. Just to say they're not important. The wife of Heber, the Canaanites. Because there was an alliance between Jabin, king of Hazor, and the family of Heber the Kenite. So in war, when a nation is chasing you, you run to another nation where you have agreement with. There's amity between that nation. But the Bible says here that he actually went into the, a tent. In other words, when you see Abraham, Abraham did not belong to that nation. He moved from tent to tent. So what God was doing is that, look, you've come into the tent of a wrong woman. She's not even part of you anyways. You've come into this tent. This tent is called Jehiel. You understand? By alliance of marriage, she is a Kenite, but she is Jehiel. She belongs to the opposite side. Let me show you how much confusion will happen in the camp of the enemy. Just because what prophets are, they call the judgment of God. When they begin to talk about what would happen in the nation, God moves closer. I told you that in, in Atrium in February. That as he says, you remember when I was telling you about the virus. I said, what happens is as the prophet begins to declare it, even when it is still staying in zone one, it begins to move closer because there is a man saying it. Every day that Noah wakes up to say a flood is coming, the flood gets closer. Because he's preaching and people have been aware. That the reason why they have been made aware is so that they can have a chance to repent. So today God thinks about 10 people off the list and say now I can come because 10 hurt 20 hurt that's why you mind you must not be afraid to speak the word because of the views no you are saying it you're calling forth the judgment of God you're calling forth your own rising in a city where you are you're practicing your own business practice be loud speak Just speak your name upon me. Speak. Breathe. Speak. Whatever. Just speak. Speak the word. Look, you, you know, you, wait one minute. Um, Pastor Haber says Capital Church, largest youth up with blah, 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 blah. You see unbelievers. They're still sitting there. It's, oh, it's still stagnation for five days. Just speak. Just speak. It doesn't matter. Even if you personally or people that you're associated with have made mistakes or done whatever or don't write and then it's deemed it's a now person speaking. Just speak. Say this is the largest capital youth hub ever in the history of history. This is it. We have a billion here. That's what we have. Speak. That's a woman of now. So a woman of now is no longer, I came from Brixton. Brixton. You can say that as part of your writing. But no, no, no. Now speak. Elite Pastor Nikki must speak. She cannot be a woman of, of new. She can't even be new. She's got to be now. The wife of Eber the Kenite, because there was an alliance, verse 18. I want to stop quickly. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Come, my lord, come right in. In other words, Jael, Jael knew who the enemy was. Most of our sisters don't know the enemy. 
when they see the enemy they see a king no that's a dethroned king that's not a person to take selfie with that's a person you are dethroning Jehel went outside the camp remember those days there was no Instagram there was no so how did she know she was involved in the state affairs she was just a woman position she was positioned for that time you know God is positioning some of you she was positioned for the time that the prophecy of our leader Deborah the bee will come to pass she was positioned for such a time as this like Esther someone says who is your favorite woman in the Bible I don't have to think about her Esther straight away there's even no thinking that shouldn't be yours anyone can be yours but Jehiel stood outside the tent and she saw the enemy of God coming she said wow my lord <laughs> she's wise isn't she said my lord come in and let me tell you history here for him she's just he's just seen because that's what they do he's seen a beautiful girl to go sleep with even in war that's what it is fine because for a woman to invite you into a tent say come in look at the nest he said don't be afraid everything is good uh-huh so he entered her tent she's he's just seen a babe said of all this stress today wow beautiful girl and the woman said come in he said don't be afraid i'm with you uh-huh so he entered her tent and she covered him so with he, a blanket. I don't want to tell you the detail of that, but she covered him with a blanket, verse 19. I'm thirsty, he said. Uh -huh. Please give me some water. And she said, I won't give you water. Don't worry about water. I will give you milk. She opened the milk skin, gave him a drink. Uh -huh. And covered him up. Said, you are good. Wow, my Lord. The man said, ah. Finally, I'm saved. This is going to be nice. Slept for a while. Verse 20. Stand in the doorway of the tent. Uh -huh. See the man now, commander in chief. He commands the woman, go and stand outside because that's normally what women are to them. He didn't see danger coming. Just like he didn't see Deborah coming. But men command said, so go, go and stand at the tent. He told her. Uh-huh. If someone comes by and asks you, is anyone in there? Say no. And you know, like they say, women can be manipulated. Yeah. And the woman said, wow, yes, my Lord. Yes, my Lord, the king. So go and stand outside and just, whenever they say someone, they just say no. She has no mind of her own, right? Yeah. So she says, what? Go on. But Jael, Heber's one, picked up a tent peg. So this guy was relaxing, picked up a tent peg like nail. That's tent peg, real nail. Picked up a real nail. Uh -huh. And a hammer and went quietly to him while he lay fast asleep, exhausted. She drove the peg through his temple. Through his head, she just crucified. <laughs> Begged him to the ground. Uh -huh. And he died. Look, this woman, like Deborah, has almost done nothing. She had no sword. She didn't chase. She was just in her tent. And boom, guess who is coming? The big man. And she goes outside in a very lovely dress. 
and say, hey, sir. No. Oh. So come in, my Lord. So oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I feel safe here. And fast asleep, all she just has to do. I don't know if there's any woman here who cannot nail something to the wall. I think every woman can do that. Just a nail and hammer. Boom, boom, boom. And then that's it. Guess who just gave up? The chief of army staff. Easily. No stress. No, why? Because another woman had prophesied. And so you see Caesarea, the tyrant, the leader of the army, the guy who can bring 900 warheads out, ready for total destruction. A woman is going to get rid of it. And he died, verse 22. Just then, Barak came by in pursuit of Caesarea. And Jael went out to meet him. Come, she said, I will show you the man you're looking for. So he went in with her. And there lay Caesarea with the tent peg through his temple, dead. On that day, God subdued Jabin, king of Canaan, before the Israelites. And the hand of the Israelites pressed harder and harder against Jabin, king of Canaan, until they destroyed him. Look at me. There's going to be a mighty deliverance on the horizons of the earth. Of course, you know, this is not physically killing someone. This has got nothing to do with that. It is absolutely killing of everyone. <laughs> I don't know what you were waiting for after that. It is the destruction of a system because Caesarea stood for a system. It's a system called oppression. Jabin stood for a system. Is the royalty called oppression. And what has God raised up women for? It is not to quarrel with one another. That's childhood. It is not to dispute. It's to strategize. The prophets prophesy. And God begins to put women in position. And he says, for your brother in church. That's why your brother in church is not a person to go sleep with. It's more, it's more important than that. Is your partner in nation taken? It's not just someone to go hang around you and say, because he likes me. Let me tell you, some of you should be grown to a place where you know, yeah, I know you like me for that, but let me tell you your purpose. You know, when women start telling guys who are trying to toast them, I don't know what word you use now. When they begin to say, yeah, yeah, you listen to it, you say, oh, all the words they say, I don't know. They say, yeah, yeah, I hear you. But you understand your purpose. Like, do you know you're supposed to take nation? Then everything in the guy's head will come down. Like, damn, especially if he's not a pastor. You, say, you tell him, listen, it's either of two things. Yeah. It's either you are Barak now, and we take the nation together, or you'll be Caesarea. Because I will invite you to my tent, and you'll die. The guy begins to think this guy is dangerous. Yeah, he's dangerous in the protection of you to make sure that you fulfill destiny, to make sure that you get to where you're supposed to get to. So when he gives you beauty as a woman, he wants you to know that it's so that you can prophesy, so that, so that you can take, get rid of Caesarea. That, that beauty is not so that you can be with this and be with that and get married to that. You understand? Um, it is so that you can open your mouth and speak the name because God is looking for deals that he wants to undo. So you guess what God did in this stage? He did not come himself. We didn't know how he sold, um, the, how he sold Israel. 
We just know that it was the one that sold it. So God says, well, I'm not undoing the deal. It's Deborah's problem. God says, it's Deborah that caused all these things. It's Deborah. It is not me, God. It is Deborah. So God is saying that don't come take permission because it will look like I broke the deal. It's just that they, God is saying that this Deborah is just too, you know, Jabin, uh, what can I do about this? Deborah won't just stop talking, you know. Deborah, Deborah doesn't mind if she has office or not. If you give her as the leader of the nation, if you give her the palm tree, she's fine. She sets up a little chair there. Imagine the Boras complaint and nation taking starts from under a palm tree. And whereas many of you are looking for building, you're looking for offices, but there was a palm tree around. I love the description of that palm tree place. That palm tree was just enough. The Bible says she has palm tree in the wide open space. Did you read that? It's a palm tree on the internet. It's a wide space. It's open, meaning it's not confined so anywhere Deborah operate from did you do you have that sister she held court under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim another translation says in the wide open space she she had caught in a wide open space so you, you she didn't need an office are you listening to me um she didn't need she didn't need a structure she just needs to be Deborah. <laughs> she, as long as it's Deborah, everybody will come to her. Because they know what she carries. So don't be afraid of losing something. You know, people want to build a church. They say, oh, I don't want to lose people. I don't want to lose this auditorium. I'm Toby. You understand? That's my name. I'm PT. So anywhere I sit, all those things come to meet me. That's what I am. The word, the people who want to hear the word, they will come to me to hear the word. So you see, after that, you've read Christian that come, the business still didn't come. So God is saying, go back to the palm tree. Are you listening to me? And come tell yourself, I am Deborah. I am happy. I am Shadia. That's what I am, a prophet. And every other thing comes after that. They are important. It's fine if God has destined it for you. But are there prophets this morning? Are there prophets watching me this morning? And maybe you're a brother uh, uh, watching me. And there's a divergent around you. That's your wife. There's a divergent around you. That's your sister. There's a divergent around you. That's your fellowship person. There's a divergent. God wants me to speak to you today because I know that as I speak, a spirit enters you and that spirit lifts you up to stand on your feet. That spirit lifts you up not to just be down, not to be down with the with the trappings of this life and it reminds you, like I said before, that there will have to be abnegation because without abnegation, there is no amity. But God is saying he gives you grace for the abnegation. Whatever self-denial is calling you into, he's saying that it gives you grace to be able to go through that application so that you can raise a nation yes i know all your friends are getting married but you are the divergent among them i know all your parents are getting married but you are the divergent among them i know all your tradition is asking you for something but you are the divergent among them that's the poorer are the prophets watching me this afternoon We don't need the swords of man. No way. That's we don't frequency. No way. So let me preach a little bit more as I close today. As I call the families. We're about to start two new families today. The nation family. Listen, please. You are divergent. And listen. The sooner we accept that, the better. And I know it takes time to accept that because you grew up in the normal world where everybody expects you to be normal. And they ask you, why can't you be normal? 
sure some of our parents are thinking, why can't you be normal? It's impossible. I don't know why. Divergent. And the all of the nation family, Jesus, from nation to, now, to, 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 to nation family, to whatever they will be tomorrow or today or whenever, the old gist is to make you go through your abnegation season. That's all. It wants to see the self-denial. The house of power. No wonder Jesus gave them fasting. It is not the denial of food itself. And most religion like Buddhism. Buddhism is based on abnegation. But ours with grace, not thinking that the abnegation is what makes us qualified. It is the qualification that makes us abnegate. And abnegation is not just fasting, far, far from it. It's that Deborah can accept that she's different. And the man next to him, to her, Lapida, is able to accept that fact. I see the glory of the king everywhere this morning, this afternoon. New people. I see the now people rising up. Don't forget that the power over new or past is now. Now manifest any time it wants. Now faith is. I want you to walk out of this service board. So new family heads, as you know, the nation family is five families together. Today, in the name of Jesus, we sent you. There's a new family called Capital Family. And the new family head will be Pastor Haber Harrinse. So, when you say power base, COD, connect, pulse, heal it, now you have Capital. The word inspire is not to motivate alone. That's the popular one. But the word inspire means breath. It means to breathe in. So the number seven family in the nation family will be called inspire. But you as family members will know what inspire means. It means breath. And so there are two things that are important in the person's body. The pulse and the breath. Which is the inspire. So they call it um, pulse rate or inspire rate. That's breath rate. So Pastor Kelvin and his wife becomes head of family today. I thought there would be cameras there though. Come on guys, you can't, there's no way you are this not sharp. There's no way in the world. It's not normal. Inspire family will be the seventh family. So, the nation family from today, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, becomes seven families. And say, so what is going to be the modality of that? It will work itself out. Because that's how it must work. And so, for me, the highest calling in nation family is family head. There are family heads and there are house leaders. Those are two different things, guys. So, you're not a family head because you need a house. However, there are also family um, house leaders who come to family heads meetings. It means they are exposed to something. God wants them there. And every house leader is to support 
and strengthen and mobilize the family heads. Are you listening to me? So that one cannot be without the other. So family house leaders and family heads strengthen. Family house leaders strengthen family heads. In God, and I understand that um, in church they say ordination causes a lot of problems. This is not ordination. I will not ordain no one no more. My only job now is to approve of family heads. I will not again lay hands on someone as pastor or deacon or whatever. The senior pastors will do that. But I call out of the ecclesia, I call out family heads. Family head for nation family is the point of no return. There's no going back. You understand that? And I speak on behalf of about 168 pastors today to confirm these families as family heads according to the dimensions of God. Now, we need to get to 12 or 11 family heads. So, we're not doing too bad and we're not doing too great either. We're at number 7 as of today. And every family has the right to try to be better than the other family. That is not competition. It is competition. Know ye not that in a race, they run home to win. Paul was writing to the church. So your family must be the best. And then say, how do you now categorize the best? They must be top in all things, in excellence. When Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, do not let anyone despise your youth. He said, but be an example to believers in, and he takes out the things. So when we look at a family, and we look at a family head, and I've asked the two new family heads that we had, I've asked them, I said, define family head for me. Tell me, what does family head mean? And they've all said things that are sensible. They've all said things that are reasonable and good stuff. So I said, okay, can I define family head for you? I said, yes, sir. I said, Pastor Sam. Now, you may be sitting next to him in your fellowship or whatever, and that even makes you at a disadvantage because you need to then think, what is that? Otherwise, you just say, oh, Sam, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Mm -mm. And then look at the family heads. It's simple. At this stage for the doors that God has opened to us in all the nation, I can't sit here and be political with you. Because I've seen the blessing of God. I will not be. I will not be political with the family heads. I will not be political with the senior leaders. I will not be political. I'll just say what I know in my heart. That the Spirit of God has asked me to do. It's just as simple as that. And say, so what if it fails? said, I've seen many things fail. But out of the failure, I've seen things rise. Just when you think something fails, then you see the sense of it. So... There are leaders in place. There are senior pastors. There are senior coordinators. There are people who have earned a right by, 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 their, by their movement with time and season. Uh, that doesn't make them family heads. It just makes them family leaders. And we have to have such. Why? So that the family heads can be strengthened. What is the vision, therefore, for the family heads? Each family... 
as time grows, will take each nation. Yeah. So what Nation Family does for you, when we show videos like we will show again soon about Nigeria, what we've built, what would happen is that each nation will just take the same thing. When they take that same thing, they start that seed in, the, in whatever nation they are sent to. They start the heritage quarters in whatever nation they are sent to until everyone in their family becomes millionaire and multi-millionaires through the resources of people and mineral resources of those nations. So God has a plan for this nation. There is no national that will be poor. It is not going to work. The only way is if you ladies decide to now run with a man to go and get married. And at that point, that's what can we do? But God has an eternal plan for this nation. Remain on fire. Remain in the word. Remain in grace. And what happens is God begins to show us plan. Step by step by step. Stage by stage. Stage by stage. On His wealth plan for us. And His nation taken for us. This is what God has commanded us to do, nation, family. In the name of Jesus, I want you to, to stand by me right now. If you let the camera expand. And I want you to point your hands and pray for our new family. Hands in all the nations, in the name of Jesus. I will worship it. Oh, to the triumph of Come back on the screen. No, keep it. The name, the name, the way, the name, the way, 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 the